You are now listening to the Flurry Podcast, hosted by Marquise Rawls. Another episode in the books, and I'm fresh off watching the Lomachenko versus Tiafima Lopez card that came on last night, and I have a lot to say about it. But first, let's get into the two undercards, which were uh, pretty interesting undercards. Uh, the first one, <clears throat> Edgar Belinga, and I don't like his first name, Edgar, who thinks and names their child Edgar. Have you ever looked at a baby and just said, he looks like a little Edgar. I don't like his first name, but it's neither here or there. Edgar Belinga gets his 15th first round knockout in a row, and I am calling bullshit. 100% bullshit. The guy that he fought, I forget his name, but that was such an early stoppage. It really was. Because the guy was still standing up. His legs were still strong enough to keep him up. And he was still able to put his hands up for defense. So I don't know if the ref was paid a few hundred or a couple thousand dollars before the fight. But that was technically, that was some bullshit, basically. The ref stopped the fight super early. Not saying that Belinga wasn't landing some good punches. He was. He was landing a lot of good punches. He landed some strong ones that did look like it hurt. Um, the other guy, I keep forgetting his name. But he wasn't hurt enough where you stopped the fight and called TKO. That ref wanted to see that streak continue. He wanted... Um, Belinga to have that highlight. He 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 wanted the the entire card to start off on a on a good foot for the fans watching. So he he just called it a first round TKO and it was fucking bullshit. I don't like it. I didn't like it. I was a little upset at it. And I'm not a fan of the other guy that Belinga was fighting. And I've only seen three fights of Belinga, so I'm not too much of a fan of him. But I just want boxing to be fair, and that just wasn't fair. That guy wasn't given a fair shot to make a comeback. He wasn't given a fair shot to win the fight. He wasn't given a fair shot to to basically come back. He wasn't given a fair shot in that fight point blank period. So for me, the card was starting off on a bad foot. It's starting off in a bad light. It just started off bad. But luckily, Saucedo and Barboza, they came through and said it started off bad, but we're going to make it great. And they went to a fucking war. Barboza, real tough fighter, real really good fighter. Um, he He's really coming up. He is on his way to um, a title fight, championship fight. I believe he earned it last night. And Saucedo's good. So Sato had his chance uh, at a championship fight. Didn't really get it. He didn't really get the win. But now, Barboza, he's the guy. He deserves a title fight. He came in there and he fought in the pocket. He was beating Sosato in the pocket. So Sato likes fighting in the pocket. But when you fight in Barboza, it's different. Because Barboza, he's quick himself. He got a little power himself. 
And then there was times where Barboza, he was fighting behind his jab. Using his jab to come in, land a couple punches, then get out of there. So Barboza, he was doing great on the inside and on the outside. And so Sato really couldn't find... He found a little success in the fight, but he couldn't find enough where he can beat Barboza. Barboza won the fight fair and square. I'm happy for him, and I can't wait to see him in his next fight. It should be a championship fight. Um, Probably a championship fight or at least fight a championship level opposition, right? Because I love Regis Progray. And even though he's not a champion, he's still that champion level caliber type of fighter. And Barboza versus Regis Progre will be a really good fight because I I think Barboza and Sosedo is 140. Unless if I'm getting their weight division wrong. I believe they're 140, so I'm going to stick with the Regis Progre fight. Uh, he could possibly get, uh, what's that guy's name? Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor's really good and I like him. And the other I keep I keep forgetting a lot of these boxers' names because it's so many boxers that I follow and I try to keep up with that a lot of times it's hard for me to remember everyone's name. But if Barboza and Sosedo, if their fight was at 140, Barboza earned a shot to fight at 140, and I should have done my research before doing this episode but I didn't want to fucking wait because I had a lot to say about this Lomachenko and Teofimo Lopez fight which I'm getting into right now so the fight starts off with Teofimo Lopez versus Lomachenko if you watched all the promo videos and the uh, behind the scenes stuff that they had you would know a little animosity on Teofimo Lopez part he don't like Lomachenko he thinks Lomachenko is arrogant, which I discussed in my last episode. And basically, it's a little bad blood, right? So he wants to put the pain on him. He wants to hurt him. He wants to be like Mr. T and bring the pain. And that's what he did. Starting off in the fight, you know, Lomachenko, he's sort of a slow starter because he likes to uh, collect a bunch of data. He likes to access his opponents, what they bring offensively and what they have defensively so he could make a strategy and a plan of attack to accomplish the goal. But he fucked up this fight. He fucked up this fight because he knew and even me as a fan of Lomachenko watching the fight and even basically everyone who's watching the fight. They all know that Teofimo Lopez, he has the explosive power. He has it. Lomachenko knew it too. So he was respecting the explosive power that Teofimo Lopez has. And he was a little scared of the power. So he waited and prolonged uh, uh, his, his process of assessing his opponent. He waited until he executed a game plan of victory. And that was his downfall. I'm not saying that he did the wrong thing, but I I sort of can't say he did the right thing because he didn't win the fight. No matter if you think what he did was right or what he did was wrong, he didn't win the fucking fight. Now, 
I'm going to do a breakdown of um, not every single round, but just the rounds that I think was pivotal for my scoring uh, and compared to Andre Ward scoring. Andre Ward was doing the unofficial scoring. And then I'm going to talk about the egregious, the disgusting, the, 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 I don't even think of, I can't even think of more, more negative words to think about the scoring that these three bum ass fucking judges did. And I'm going to talk about that one fucking bitch because this fucking bitch has been plaguing boxing for five fucking years. And every time I see her, I fucking know some bullshit is about to happen. And I'm going to talk about it later. So starting out with the rounds. No, round one, a championship fights like this, round one is always the feel-out round, right? It's the feel-out round. It's whatever. Uh, I gave it to Lopez because uh, I think he used his jab more and he actually threw punches. Now, out of the first half of the fight, the first six rounds, Lomachenko only got one round. That was round two. That's because he had a couple moments in the round where he landed some good shots. Not saying that Lopez didn't do anything that round, but he he sort of just cruised through that round a little bit. Lopez cruised through the first six rounds, basically just staying behind his jab and throwing, you know, body shots here and there. So he cruised through the first six rounds. So out of those six rounds, Lomachenko, he only won one round. Right, so that would have Lopez up five rounds to one. Now, going to the second half, uh, rounds eight, nine, ten, and eleven, Lomachenko won. You you can't debate that, you can't debate that he won. He landed more punches, he had a lot of success. He was looking like the classic Lomachenko, he was looking like the same Lomachenko that we saw, um, fighting, fighting Luke Campbell. Where he's coming forward and he's throwing. Yes, he's taking punches here and there. But he's landing more than he's getting hit. And he's doing more damage than he's receiving. So you can't argue that he didn't win those four rounds back to back to back to back. Right? Now, round 12 comes. And Lomachenko, he's keeping that same pace the for the first half of that round. He's coming forward. He's landing punches. He's getting hit a little bit, but he's not getting hit that much. He he He's landing more than he's getting hit. He's doing more damage. But then Teofimo Lopez does something. I've been saying for the past three years that if this person does it to Lomachenko, if someone does it to Lomachenko, they will give Lomachenko trouble and they will possibly knock his ass out. And I wanted Jorge Linares to do it. Because I want to see, um, like Lomachenko, like how 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 tough of a chin that Lomachenko really has, but he didn't do it. But Teofimo Lopez did it in this round twelve. He traded punches with Lomachenko. Now I've been saying Lomachenko, he's not a hard puncher at all. Yes, he got knockouts, but he has knockouts because he lands so many hits, um, back to back in success that. He's going to eventually wear you down. No matter who you are or who you're fighting against, if someone lands 40 punches on you in one round, you are going to get hurt. 
no matter who you are or who you're fighting. You're going to get hurt and you're going to feel it. So Teofimo Lopez was trading punches with him. Teofimo Lopez having the power. Him trading is going to benefit him. So the second half of round 12, he got it. And he was able to, to negate what Lomachenko did in the first half so he, he could get that round. He won that round. I think they said in that last round 12, Teofimo Lopez landed the most punches any opponent has ever did in Lomachenko in a round. Than any opponent Lomachenko has ever had in his entire career. Teofimo Lopez has landed more punches in one round than anyone Lomachenko has ever fought. So he got that round. And I get it. So now, the most pivotal round is round seven. Because of Andre Ward's scorecard, he gave round seven to Lomachenko. I think round seven is the most debatable round of the entire fight because Teofimo Lopez, he was still in cruise mode, but he turned it up just a slight tick where he's throwing body shots and he's still working behind the jab and he's starting to add a couple like uh, looping hooks and power shots, but he wasn't landing with a lot of success. He He's throwing it, but he, it's not really landing clean and with a lot of success like he wanted it to. But that's when Lomachenko, he started turning it up a little bit. So he's landing punches. He He's finding success. He's still starting to execute his game plan, right? So that's the round that I think was pivotal. Now, what I'm about to say, it may sound a little weird. It may sound a little stupid. It may sound uh, a little unfair, but it's going to make sense when I explain it. So with my scoring, I would say whoever won round 12, I will also give them round seven. That's how I was thinking, right? Now, I was saying that because if Lomachenko won round 12 and I gave him round seven, since Andre Ward already gave Lomachenko round seven, right? I'm going to count round seven as just Lomachenko winning it, right? But so if Lomachenko won round 12 with round seven, he would have won by one point. But if Teofimo Lopez won round, seven, won round 12, then I give him round seven. He would have won by one point. And me, I don't want no fucking draw. I'm sick of seeing draws in boxing. So with rounds like this, where round seven was a very close round, it's very debatable. I can say it can go either way. So that's why I tie it with round 12. And whoever wins round 12, you get that round and you win the fight by that one round. And Teofimo Lopez, he won round 12. So I gave him round seven so he can win the fight by one round. By one round. 115 to 113, I would have respected it and I would have been happy. So I had Teofimo Lopez winning the fight. I did. But these motherfucking judges, I don't know if they was watching a different fight. And I'm not even going to talk about that one bitch first. I'm going to leave that bitch for last. I'm talking about these other two judges. Steve Weisfeld, huh? I thought you was the guy, man. Whenever I see Steve Weisfeld, Nate, I know. We better get some good judging. But he had an off day. 
he had an off day. Because there's no way you watched the same fight that I watched and the same fight that Andre Ward watched. Andre Ward scored the fight being a draw. Andre Ward, the guy who hasn't lost a boxing fight since he was like, what, 12 years old? The guy who is an Olympian? The guy who is arguably one of the best fighters of this generation? Who was at one point a pound-for-pound top three greatest boxers in the world? Who knows the art and the science of boxing? And you're telling me that guy got it wrong? And your, your opinion is right and his isn't? Get the fuck out of here, man. Stop fucking playing with me. Andre Ward scored the fight a draw, right? And usually Andre Ward, his unofficial scoring is very accurate, right? That's why I trust his, his scoring. I like his scoring because, like I said, he sees everything in the ring. And he scores accordingly. And a lot of times, my scoring is similar to his scoring. Yes, I sometimes have a different criteria. Like when I said I would tie round 7 to round 12. And whoever won round 12 also wins round 7. Andre Ward wouldn't do that because if something is an honest draw, Andre Ward would score an honest draw like he did last night. He thought the fight was a draw, so he scored a draw. I don't want to see a draw, so I have to sort of teeter the line just a little bit. But long story short, Andre Ward, his scoring is very fucking accurate. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's very fucking accurate because he's been in the ring. He knows what to fucking look for. Now, for someone to watch this fight and say that Lomachenko only won four rounds... Right, which the four rounds, I think Lomachenko won more rounds than that. I think he at least got five, but I can sort of see why he would say four. I can sort of see it because, like I said, round seven, very debatable. If you gave that to Tiafuma Lopez, I understand. Round two, which I also gave Lomachenko, if you gave that to Tiafuma Lopez, I can sort of see your argument for why you would give that round to uh lopez but i would still disagree with it so the 116 uh 112 i can sort of see it but i don't agree with it and i don't like it now saying that lomachenko only won three rounds that's when you are fucking biased you're fucking biased because rounds eight nine ten and eleven lomachenko clearly won those rounds he clearly won those four rounds Uh, Back to back to back to back. You can't make an argument for him not winning those fucking rounds. But you said that he only won three of those four. When if you say Lomachenko won round nine, you got to say he won the rest of those four. If you say he won round 10, you got to say he won the rest of it. If you say he won round eight, you got to say he won the rest of them. Because all four of those rounds... The same thing happened in all four of those rounds. I don't understand how you could say he won three of the four when the same exact thing happened in those four rounds back to back to back to back. He was the aggressor. He was coming in, landing punches, and Teofimo Lopez was just taking damage. 
I might have even seen Teofimo Lopez get stunned a little bit. He definitely got buzzed. Definitely got buzzed a little bit. But the same thing happened those four rounds. So for you to not give him all four of those rounds, you're fucking lying to yourself. And then, and I just want to say, I have so much respect for Hell Letterman. I love this commentary. I was a big fan of his. I always loved seeing him on boxing cards because I know he's going to provide the entertainment and he's going to provide fairness, right? Fairness with his voice and his platform. But his fucking daughter's a fucking bitch. His fucking daughter's a fucking bitch. Okay? And I... Can I say it? Should should I say it? Yo, your Uncle Snoop, can I say it? I get to say it? You funky dog-headed bitch. The fuck is wrong with you? 119? So you telling me that Lomachenko got one round? You telling me that Lomachenko got one fucking round? One. Out of everything you saw that Lomachenko did in the second half of the fight, he got one round. You lying ass bitch. Why is she still working? And this isn't the first fucking time. Isn't she the same person who also said that uh, Canelo versus Triple G, Canelo won 10 rounds in the first fight? Isn't she the same person who said that? That's you, right? That's you? Where after the fight, the boxing committee came and investigated you? Is that not you? Am I getting my judges mixed up? Or, or, or are you not the same person that every single time I see them scoring a fight, you always give a score that is opposite or outrageous compared to the other judges? Every single time. This isn't a one-time thing with her. Every time I see her, She's always given the most outrageous judge. I've never seen her in my life give good judging ever. And it's 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 kind of sad that that she's still here, that she still gets to judge fights that's this big. And I'm not mad that Teofimo Lopez won. I'm not mad that he won. Like I said before, the way I scored the fight, Teofimo Lopez did win the fight. He won the fight by one round, 115 and 113. And if they would have scored at 115-113, I would have been fine. I wouldn't have been mad at all. I would have been completely fine. But when you downplay what someone has did in the second half of the fight, now you mess, you're mess. you messing up the opportunity. You're basically messing up the landscape of boxing right now. You're messing it up. And this is exactly the reason why the UFC has been catching up to boxing if they haven't already surpassed it. I don't know the numbers behind UFC or MMA. I don't know how many views they average or how much money these these uh, fighters are making. So I don't know if they surpass it or not. But this is the reason why that U- UFC is taking over combat sports. It's because boxing has judges that are corrupt, that are biased, and they do dumb shit like Julie Letterman. They do dumb shit like that. Say that this guy only won one round. When Andre Ward scored the fight a draw. Meaning Lomachenko won six rounds. So you telling me Andre Ward could watch a fight and say, hey, this person, they won six rounds. So they, they did their thing in these six rounds. They won these six rounds as a draw. 
But you come and say, I've never fought a boxing fight a, a day in my life, but uh, he only won one round. What? How, how did you get that? How did you how did you get that? And that that just got me mad. Like it really just had me super upset. Like I said, I'm not mad that Teofimo Lopez won. I scored the fight him winning. I just want him I just want you to give Lomachenko his fair share of rounds that he did win. Right? He won at least five of them. He won at least five rounds and not one judge gave him the credit for all five of those rounds. Not one of them. Not one. They all underplayed what he did in that fight. And even though he didn't do enough to win, he did. He still did something. They underplayed what he did in that fight. And now we got to see what's going to happen after. So I'm going to just talk about what, what I think should happen next because um, I don't think Lomachenko even did the post-fight the post fight interview, I don't, and I sort of don't want to look for it if he did either. But I guess I'll start with Lomachenko. What's next, right? Second loss of his career. It wasn't a bad loss. He just, you know, he just fought the better guy. So moving forward, what Lomachenko should do, right? Second loss of his career. I think he doesn't have to start over. He really doesn't have to start over at all. But he he got to take some top contenders now. He got to fight a couple top contenders until he could get another opportunity at a championship belt. So maybe he could fight uh, like a he could fight like Ryan Garcia. He could maybe he could fight the Leo Santa Cruz and Javante Davis. Is, is that fight at one thirty five? I'm gonna look it up right now, right? Because I don't. I don't think Leo Santa Cruz, he doesn't campaign at 135. But Javante Davis' last fight was at 135. So I'm going to look up real quick if that fight is at 135. Because if that fight is at 135, then that will mean that um, Lomachenko, he could fight the loser of that fight. And why did Google just close out on me like that? Okay. I don't know. Uh, Davis versus Santa Cruz. Wait, let's see what Google brings up on me. Uh, oh, it's at one third. Oh, wait, the Davis slash Santa Cruz clash will be contested for Santa Cruz's WBA super 130 pound crown. They will also fight for Davis 135 pound championship, despite that the contracted weight limit is 130 for their Showtime pay-per-view main event. Okay, so it is at 130. But Lomachenko, he could go back down to 130 if he wanted to, I think. Because 130, it's not a bad division. It's a good division. But 135 is a better division. So he should stay there. Oh, I just, I I got the answer. I got the answer. He should fight Gary Russell Jr. Gary Russell Jr. said that he's waiting for that Lomachenko rematch. And he's slowly coming up to 135. I think his last fight was at 130. He can make that 135 no problem. He should feel comfortable. He's been out of commission because of the pandemic. He should have been been gaining a little 
few pounds here and there. He should be comfortable now. Yo, Lomachenko fight Gary Russell Jr. Run that rematch. And Gary Russell is no slouch. He is no slouch at all. Gary Russell he still has the quickest hands in boxing. And he his ice, his IQ and skill set is still at all-time high. So that will be a good fight for him. As far as Teofimo Lopez, uh, in the post-fight interview, he said that his next big fight might be against Devin Haney, which, which would really be good. That would really be a good fight because Devin Haney, I think Devin Haney, he could he could match Teofimo Lopez's uh, skill set and his IQ. It just comes down to power, honestly, because Teofimo he has that explosive power. But usually, as you move up in competition, uh, your power it sort of slows down a little bit because you could knock out journeyman, but you can't really knock out a champion like that, right? So this would be the best test for Devin Haney to see if he really has that championship mindset and if he's that championship caliber fighter. Uh, He said he also wants to move up to 140. And if he moves up to 140, he's instantly, instantly getting a championship fight. Instantly getting a championship fight. If Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez, it all depends on them, though. It all depends on them. Because if Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez, if they fight soon, like in their next fight, the winner of that fight could literally just fight Tiafimo Lopez if he moves up to, to 140 next year. Then it will be undisputed versus undisputed. And have we ever seen that ever in life? Has there ever been a time where two undisputed champions at the same time go and fight each other? And then imagine if Tiafimo Lopez, he put up his four belts, then the winner of Taylor versus Ramirez, they put up their four belts. Now the winner owns eight belts. Has that ever been done ever in life? I don't think so. That would be amazing. I think that now that's just me. Just like what what if stories in boxing, basically. That's what I would like to see happen. But if it doesn't happen, hopefully they still have some good fights going forward. But and I'm not so mad no more. I'm uh, my anger has simmered down a little bit. So I'm gonna just end the episode right here. Fire Julie Letterman, man. Just fire her. Get rid of her. I don't want to see her again. I want an investigation on her right now. I want her playing basketball in Pelican Bay. Fucking bitch. You were just listening to the Floyd Podcast hosted by Marquise Ross. Stay tuned for the next episode or go back and listen to the previous episodes if you haven't done so.